Hello and welcome to Humans of Agape. We are Agape Europe, a community of people who make Jesus known, so lives are changed and Europe is transformed. We want to bring spiritual hope and help to people from all walks of life. I am your host, my name is Jochen Geck. I work in the Berlin City Hub in Germany, and I'm curious to hear about what God is doing across Europe. In today's lockdown lore, we once again want to take about 10 minutes to hear from one of our famed humans of Agape, who shares one story, one idea, or one verse that seem relevant for this time. This time around, Riga in Latvia is our destination, where Becky Arvin is Agape's national representative. Let's hear Becky share about building intentional community in times of a global pandemic. I was really touched by the way she shows up with authenticity, vulnerability, and hope. Without any further ado, here she is. I'm sure we can all remember where we were and what we were doing when COVID invaded our lives. In fact, I think that 20 or 30 years from now, we will still clearly remember these months that we all globally experienced together. For us in Latvia, the crazy all started on March 12th. And wow, what a difference a day makes. The day started out one way and ended completely different. My day began so well. I enjoyed having a friend over to my place for coffee, connecting face-to-face. -face. Students and staff were out doing evangelism on campus. All of us were free to go out and about anywhere we wanted. By the end of the day, the tone had completely changed. Latvia declared a state of emergency that afternoon, and suddenly I was on the phone making sure all my staff and students were okay. Um, I was initiating our contingency plan. I was checking in on my family in the States, and I was even trying to get a mission team of Americans out of Cyprus before the border was closed. They made it home, which is good, but it was very stressful. So I'm sure if I asked you, where, where were you when COVID hit, you would have a story to share as well. We all will remember where we were and what we were doing. But I also think we will remember who we were with. And not just on that first day, but during the days and the weeks and the months that followed. Social distancing and lockdown and isolation, I think those all exposed a huge need that we all have, the need for community. We've always had that need, but lockdown somehow brought it to the forefront of our thinking, and we, we actually started feeling it. The need for community is now on everyone's mind. For singles like myself, the challenge of building community, it's always been there. We don't have that built-in community of a spouse or children. And so for me, one of the first questions that I needed to answer as I envisioned months of staying at home was, who do I want to do lockdown with? Or in a broader sense, it was, how will I intentionally build community? And as I look back over the past few months, I can see that community was built as I got intentional in a few different kinds of relationships. First of all, it was with believers. Connection and fellowship with believers became super important. The first thing I did after making sure the team was out of Cyprus, of course, was to tell my friend and my teammate Arta that she was moving in with me. I didn't ask her, I told her, you're moving in with me. I have lived alone for more than eight years and I love it, but I knew for both of our sakes that we needed to do lockdown together. We both would need the built-in community that roommates can offer. 
We could keep each other company. We could help each other process all that was going on. We could pray together, hold one another accountable in our work, and have some fun together. And that turned out to be a great decision. I know that Arta has been blessed by it, but it's also been a blessing for me. And an added bonus has been having Arta around to really help me establish good boundaries and healthy routines. Because we all know that working from home causes the boundary between work life and personal life to get blurry. And especially in the first days of lockdown, it was easy to extend that work boundary in order to try and meet all the needs that were popping up. There's always one more thing to do. So imagine how annoying yet helpful it was to have someone say, um, it's dinner time. When are we going to eat? Or, hey, you've been at your desk all day. You need to move. Let's go for a walk. So this built-in community with a sister in Christ has been so essential for me. And it's like having a spotlight shining on me and my life and challenging me to really think about what I am modeling to others in all areas, in my work habits, my money habits, in how I relate to other people, in how I respond to crises and challenges, how I relate to God. And I'm starting to think more now, do people look at me and my lifestyle and see someone they want to be like or someone they hope they never become? So that's something that I'm wrestling with these days, thanks to the spotlight of my roommate, Arta. But definitely community with fellow believers and with a sister in Christ has been a huge blessing during lockdown. Building community with not yet believers has also been vital during lockdown. And at the beginning, I went to an extreme. I have this superhero complex that says I'm the one that must save the world. And with the world in chaos because of COVID, I jumped into action thinking it was up to me to save all my non-Christian friends and students. And I reached out to a ton of people at the very beginning of lockdown, only to find that I couldn't keep up with it all. And also that not everyone wanted to be saved. And it eventually became clear that there were about five people that I wanted to intentionally connect with and really relate to during lockdown. And one of them was a student from India that I reconnected with. Her name is Sushi, and she studied in Latvia a couple years ago with the Erasmus program. And we, we started a friendship back then. And now she's back in India working on her PhD. And she also was in lockdown and was looking for community. And so all the way from India, she joined our student prayer mornings on Google Hangouts. And our Agape students, we prayed together every weekday morning during the three months of lockdown, which was really cool. We all really needed that time of community. And I could tell by the things that Sushi shared during the prayer mornings that she was becoming more and more open to Christianity. She comes from a Hindu background, and Jesus was one of many gods to her. But as our relationship grew, it was clear that Jesus was becoming something more to her. When we shared knowing God personally with her one day on Zoom, she confirmed it. And she said, I've been thinking a lot about Christianity, and I can now say that, yes, Jesus is the only God and my only God. And she reaffirmed that the next time at prayer when she kind of started preaching to the <laughs> The Christian students saying, Jesus says we must believe in him. We have eternal life when we believe in Jesus, and we have to believe that Jesus is our only God. And that was such a great moment. It was like, yes, she gets it. 
And so it's so refreshing to keep company with not yet believers and watch God at work in their lives. And to be honest, that was something that easily got pushed to the side during the pre-pandemic days. I do a lot of coaching of Christian students, and I do share my faith on campus. But going forward, I want to be sure to have non-Christian friends in my community that I actually relate to regularly and spend time with. And um, the final community that I have experienced and developed during lockdown is the community with my family. And I'm not married, but I have a great family back in the States. And anyone who knows me knows that my family is extremely important to me. That's one of the things I am most thankful for in my life is that I have a family that likes each other and that likes spending time together. And also we are, we're a family of believers. So we, we also have Jesus that connects us. And so I do want to give a shout out to my parents, Bill and Sue, and to my sister, Bethany, who's my hero, and my brother, Dave, and his family, who keep me laughing, uh, my sister-in-law, Sarah, and my two amazing nieces, Lily and Stella. And we're naturally separated by an ocean anyway, since I've decided to do this gig of overseas missionary. And we, we really have learned over the years to keep relationships strong over the distance. But somehow during lockdown, the family connection became even more important. And I've never talked to my family as much as I have during these past three months. And one thing we started doing that, that we said, why have we never done this before, is we started doing a weekly Zoom family dinner. Every Saturday, we've shared a meal on Zoom, all of us, and it lasts for hours. So we eat, we talk, we make fun of each other, we cry, we watch my nieces put on dance shows, we solve each other's problems. We've even included my new roommate, Arta, into the family dinner. And so she gets to join in and see all the crazy that happens. During the last Zoom dinner, I had to share the news that I would not be coming back to the States this summer for a visit, like I always do, because of all the various factors that play with COVID in the world and quarantine and with where the ministry is at right now in Latvia. And it was so hard for me to get the words out. And I couldn't even I couldn't even look at the screen while I shared the news with my family. I had my head down, my eyes were closed, I was crying. And when I finally looked up again, there was my niece, Stella, with her, her concerned face leaning in toward the camera saying, if I was there right now, I would give you a big hug. And those are the moments when Jesus's words about counting the cost really become real. My family community is strong, even at a distance, but this will be a challenge for me to continue to build that community and think of new traditions to create with my family now that I can't come home for the summer and be there in person. Ah, so a pandemic, it's not something we would have chosen to go through. It's been really hard, it will continue to be hard, but I do hear many people say good things still have come out of it, and I have to agree. And in the midst of the craziness, there is some gold. And for me, it's been the gold of deepened relationships and community. And I know that 30 years from now, when I'm telling stories about this time, I will talk most about the who's of lockdown, about all the fun I had with Arta, about Sushi's transformed life, and about Stella's virtual hug. That was Becky Arvin. 
She's Agape's national representative in Latvia. If you like this podcast, and there's really no reason not to, why don't you take a minute and send a message to your friends to recommend it to them? And how about sharing your favorite quote from it in your Instagram stories? Speaking about social media, you can find Agape Europe on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or check out our website agapeeurope.org. I'm Jochen Geck and this is Humans of Agape. See you next time.